0: The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor and it do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. I am Carol Bosworth and I have been here at West Hills since Pat and I moved from Corvallis to Portland about nine years ago. I generally read some biblical material daily in my studies and prayers in a monastic pattern useful to me over the past 20 odd years. What I share with you today is part of a version of the gospel discovered near today's Egypt. This particular bit is from what is known as the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. It is a translation from the Coptic script in which it was found, first into French by Jean-Yves Leloup with his commentary, and later into English by Joseph Rao. This comes from a Coptic fragment that relates to the Sermon on the Mount. It is closely parallel to Matthew 5, verses 3 through 10, which I invite you to follow along with me as I read Mary Magdalene's version. Uh, the your bulletin tells you what page that's on. The texts, in comparison, have much to teach us, However, you may not have seen it before, because after the establishment of our present Bible with its contents in the 300 AD church, many texts were left out and in history were tracked down and destroyed. Some were saved by burial in desert caves to be found only 1,500 years later. Now, if you are ready with Matthew 5, please listen to the same Beatitudes as heard and recorded from words of Mary Magdalene, perhaps within only a few decades after the crucifixion. No one knows when, but the version has shown up in several writings scattered about in those first several hundred years before our present Bible took its form. This version comes from a Coptic text and uses words similar to our known Greek version of Jesus's words. But in this version, the words that come to us as blessed are more dynamic in the original Semitic terms and are translated as walk forward. Walk forward, you, in whom the breath is held back and restrained by emotions and by fear. Walk forth, you gentle and humble ones, for your gentleness is your strength. The earth is given as the rightful heritage of the gentle and is denied to the violent. Walk forth. You who weep, for you shall be consoled. Those who mourn must pass through and beyond their tears, walking toward a higher serenity and a more sensitive maturity. Walk forth those who starve and thirst for justice. Yes, they shall be satisfied. They are on a quest and the quest for justice can never be final. Perfectibility of humanity and the world is infinite and can have no final conclusion. Walk forth the pure of heart. Yes, you shall see God. To see God, our vision must be emptied of presuppositions and judgments. Only the pure of heart can taste being as it is, without qualities, and in its true holiness, which is beyond all comparison. Walk forth, merciful ones, you shall receive mercy. Happy are those who remain sensitive to the misery and sufferings of others. The future belongs to the pure and gentle not to the rigid purists of all our fundamentalisms. The greatest crimes against humanity are always committed in the name of goodness and the need to preserve integrity and purity without mercy. Walk forth, peacemakers. Yes, you shall be acclaimed sons of God. Peace is the slowest and most patient way of walking. Peace cannot be commanded by money or by violence. It is nothing less than the Son of Man and the Son of God being born within ourselves. Walk forth, those persecuted for justice's sake. Yes, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Use persecution, slander, and violence as a challenge and opportunity for growing in consciousness and love. This is truly your opportunity to live the greatest of exercises, which is love of one's enemies. Thus, you continue to teach your enemies, not only with your words, but with your acts. Walk forth and announce the gospel of the kingdom. It is through the very power and simplicity of your becoming that you announce the kingdom. You bear witness that it is possible to live in surrender to another kind of consciousness and a different mind, and that a new being lives within you in a space without boundaries which we sometimes can taste when silence reigns within us. How might our openness to reading in a new way and opening our eyes to a new way of seeing help us grow more clear in what Jesus seeks even now to teach us? Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook we have a facebook account by just searching for west hills friends you can also follow us on instagram we have a instagram account with the name west hills friends so we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways and again thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast